Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Yes, uh, last week on the subject of um, salvation, we saw who is genuinely saved. We spoke on who is genuinely saved in our first episode. Therefore, this week we are taking uh, the episode two, which is the uh, assurance of salvation. This assurance of salvation will enable you to know you know what has taken place you know to be assured of your own salvation to be sure of what has happened in your life that when people when, when just like you know black from white and people cannot call white black for you and call black white for you so for you to know that you are you know truly and genuinely saved so that is what the today's uh, episode We'll be, we'll be speaking on, as in, we'll be, we'll be discussed on. Then, our test is from Colossians 1, 12 to 14. Our test is from Colossians 1, 12 to 14. And as we continue in today's study, I pray that the Lord will enlighten the eyes of our understanding in the name of Jesus. As we walk with Him, we will not be found missing in the name of Jesus. The Lord will help us. We make our work with Him easier and simpler in the name of Jesus. We have a better understanding. We have a better knowledge of who He is, His person, His personality, everything about Him in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So Colossians 1, 12 to 14 says, Giving thanks to the Lord, to the Father, who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sin. You can see what happened when we, we surrender it all to the Lord Jesus Christ and we make Him our personal Lord and Savior is that it delivers us from the power of darkness and convey us into that kingdom of the son of his love. And we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our sin. So being sure of one's salvation is a major foundation in the life of a believer that makes for stability in the Christian faith. The believer must first of all be sure that he is saved before before he can move forward at all in Christ and in his kingdom. So the reason this is the reason why the devil fights the new Christian's assurance in order to destabilize, confuse, and draw him back to his old life. Why do you need to be sure of your own salvation? Why do you need to be sure of your own salvation? Number one thing is to be identified with the body of Christ with certainty. And in order to lay hold of the promises and inheritance of the saints. This is seen in the, you can check uh, Ephesians 2, 19 to 22, then 1 Peter 2, 9 to 10. For you to be identified with the body of Christ with certainty is the first reason why you need to be sure of your own salvation. Because you cannot say you are saved, you are genuinely saved, if you cannot be identified with the body of Christ. 
Then number two is that to move forward in the Christian faith and not to go backward. Hebrew 12, 1 to 2. Hebrew 12, 1 to 2. You can check on that. Any text you hear from this particular episode, just write it out and check it. Check, check it afterwards. So, to move forward in the Christian faith and not to go backward. The third one is assurance give birth to boldness. When you are sure of your own salvation, it gives you that boldness, that confidence to live as the son of God that you are, as a, as a child of God that you are. So, Hebrews 4, 14 to 16. Hebrews 4, 14 to 16. Boldness makes you stand worthily in the place of prayer and fellowship with God. So, for stability in the new life of the believer's faith, the believer must have a perfect understanding of how he got saved and also rule out factors that were not instrumental to his salvation. So, you need to have a better understanding, a perfect understanding of how you got saved. That when someone asks you, how did you get um, born again? How, how were you genuinely? How do you know you are genuinely saved? You, you will know there is something like you will know you'll be able to tell the person so this is all day i surrender it all to him i make that decision you'll be able to know because what happened in the spirit realm is that immediately you made that decision to turn in newly to follow the lord to make him your personal lord and savior you know it takes over from there as in from from then on onward only if you make your decision to take your life away from him again that's being basleding now. So, but as long as as long as you make that decision, it takes over, it takes charge, and it takes control of your own life, and it starts leading you and start guiding you through, and through and through, with the help of the Holy Spirit, and you feeding on the Word of God. So there is there is a there there will be a different. Between how you were and how you are, as that will be so vivid that when people even see you, you don't need to talk too much. They will know that something has happened to you, that you are not like you are not you are not like uh, you used to be. You are not who you used to be or what you used to where you used to be. So, the believers must have a pass a perfect understanding of how it got saved, and also rule out factors. They were not instrumental to his salvation. So when you know how you got saved, and it is perfectly in line with what the Bible says, what the Bible says, then you are saved. Then you are assured you are saved. And the devil can never face you. The devil can never can never um deceive you. The devil can never deceive you. How did you get saved? Number one, you know, we, we talk we, we spoke on like we describe or narrated the story of a young lady last week, you know how how she did so many things in her fellowship, not knowing that all those all those things did not confer salvation until she was properly, you know, she was properly, you know, she she knew the right thing, the right way to be genuinely saved, and she followed suit, and everything, you know became uh a life became a better 
a better life and so many other things. So today we'll be discussing what really made made you like what really make you to be genuinely saved. Like how did you get saved? Number one is that hearing the word of God. Hearing the word of God. Romans twelve as in Romans ten verse seventeen says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The next one is believing the word. Believing the word. When you check uh, Roman ten Roman ten verse ten as Roman ten chapter ten verse nine to ten it says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So you need to, after you hear the word, for you know that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. After you hear the word of God, you must believe. You must believe in your heart. You must believe in your heart that God has raised him, truly raised him from the dead. That is how you can be saved. Then, after that, you confess it, you speak it out. What you believe, that thing that you believe, you speak it out, you say it out for everyone to know. That is the confession part. And that is actually what makes you to be, you know, what, what make people know what you believe in. If you, until you say it out, we don't know what to really believe. So, you believe in your heart and you speak it out with your own mouth. What you really believe. Then, the next one is receiving Christ. So, after you hear the word of God, after you believe the word of God, you must also receive Christ. John 1, John chapter 1, verse 12 to 13. John chapter 1, verse 12 to 13. I'll be reading from uh, New King James Version. John chapter 1, verse 12 to 13 says, For as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So once you receive Christ, you know, he gives you that right to become the children, you become part of the children, one of the children of God. Because you believe in his name, you, you are receiving him as your personal Lord and Savior. Then the, the next one is that you, is confession. is confession. Romans 10, 10 say you confess with your mouth. So, like I said earlier, that you need to speak it out. You need to say it out. That which you believe in. Until you say what you believe, you don't know. We don't really know what you believe. Until you say it out with your mouth. You don't really know what you believe in. So, the last one on this list on how did, how, you know, did you get born again, as in get saved, is acting in faith. So, after you, after you speak it out, you pray that prayer, that word of prayer, then you start acting in faith. Start acting it out. I am a child of God. Yes, I am born again. I am a born again son of God. You start acting it out. You start living that out that which you believe in. And Ephesians 2, 
Ephesians 2, 8 to 9. Ephesians 2, 8 to 9 says, For by grace you have been saved through faith. You can see, until you believe. It is your belief, like your believing in, in the word of God that has been spoken to you. Like the gospel of Christ, the good news about Christ that you listen to, that you hear now. Like it is in that, it, it is in you believing in that word of God that you are saved. saved by, for by grace you have been saved through faith. And that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not works. It's not something you can do yourself. You cannot save yourself. There is no amount of things you, that you do for God that can save you personally. But he has done what he has what he what he has what he did. You know? He came to die for us on that cause of Calvary. For everyone to be to be saved, to be delivered of their sins, to be forgiven of their sins, to be delivered of the Adamic, uh, the Adamic sin and nature to be genuinely saved. Not of works, verse 9, not of works, lest anyone should boast. So it's not what you do. It is not by good works that you do. Because some people will tell you, yeah, just be nice, be a nice person, keep your morale, and just uh, maintain, you know, you know, maintain a good attitude to people around you. It's not by all those. So all those things does not actually confer salvation. And this, you know, this salvation is a free gift to everyone who believed. To everyone who believes. To everyone who believes. So you need to heart by you have to you need to heart in faith that you are now saved. So if you have done these five things, that is hearing the word, the word of God, the good news about Jesus Christ, about Christ Jesus, believing the word about Christ Jesus, receiving Christ. Then confessing, as in confession, and acting in faith. If you have done these five things, it doesn't matter how you feel, you are saved. So begin to grow in your work with God by living by the word. First Peter two two. First Peter two two. First Peter two two says, "As newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word." that you may grow thereby. As newborn babes, desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow thereby. You can see, just like uh, just like a newborn, like a, a mother give birth, to a pregnant woman give birth, just like they deliver a baby, a newborn baby, that is the same thing that actually happened to you, no matter how old you are in the physical no matter how old you are, even if you are 70 something years, you are 80 something years, the day you get, you surrender it all to God, that is the day you are born in the spirit. That is the day you are born in the spirit. You In the spirit, in the physical, you might be like 80 something, 80 something years, you may be like 50 something years, you may be 20 something years, but in the spirit, you are like a, 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 a neonate. Like a, a, a newborn baby. So just like in the physical, that a newborn baby desire that pure milk, that breast milk. You also, you must desire the, the, the pure milk of the word, the word of God. Because just like the natural, the natural food, the natural 
uh, food is as in what natural food is to your body to your health is what the word of god is to your spirit man to your inner man to your inner man so you must desire you must begin to grow in your work with god by living by the word of god first peter 2 2 chapter 2 verse 2 then factors there are factors that are not relevant are not relevant to salvation there are factors that are not relevant to salvation number one is feelings 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 cannot save you and neither can it undo your salvation so how you feel doesn't really matter after you you know surrender it all to him then it was not your body that was saved but your spirit is your spirit your inner man that was saved this is seen in john just like we read in john chapter 1 verse 12 to 13 that you are born of god not of the will of man or of flesh or and so on so it is not by feeling it is it is not by feeling it is not your body that that was saved but your spirit man your inner man then do's and don't is the next one do's and don't you never you never got saved based on the particular kind of year do your dressing code either you cover your hair or not you either you shave your beard or not either you eat a kind of food or not all this does not you know they are not relevant to your salvation there are no factors that are relevant to your salvation this you can check uh, Galatians 3 1 to 14. Galatians 3 1 to 14 say as to my show you live to please the lord in all areas of your life however repentance is a crucial thing in getting born again so repentance is a crucial thing in getting born again what do we mean by repentance repentance is you identify that you have done something wrong number one you are you ask for forgiveness then you turn a new leaf until you change until you change until your behavior behavior change positively you know you have not repented yet if you if you say you repent of your sin of your wrong of your own doing and you still continue in that action you have not genuinely repented so it is you know re- repentance is a crucial thing in ge- in getting in getting born again it is possible to do the five things above technically without a change of heart so until your heart is changed you are not truly you know repented you have not truly repented read these examples Acts 2, 37 to 42, 3, 19, 8, 13 to 24, 9, 1 to 20. Change is the proof of conversion. Is there a notable change in your heart and life? These are the questions you need to ask yourself. Is there a notable change in your heart and life? It is after you've been saved that the eternal life of God, the Holy Spirit, will begin to control your hairdo, you begin to control your dressing, you begin to control your shaving, you begin to control what you eat, what you what you eat, your diet, 
what you look at, what to watch, what you listen to, where you go, who you move around, who you interact with, who you relate with, and so on. So, those are the that until you made that change in your heart and your life. That's when, you know, the eternal life of God and the Holy Spirit will now begin to control, you know, the outcome of your life. Then the next one on this is what if I sin? You know, I know many people will have been asking that question. Ah, what if I sin? Can I sin? Can I not sin? God does not expect you as a Christian that is now born again to willfully fall into sin because you are born of God. First John three nine to nine to ten. Then Hebrew ten twenty six to thirty one. You can check that up. But if you make a mistake by yielding to the flesh, like how do you know the work of flesh now? Oh, you, you um Galatians five sixteen to twenty. Galatians five sixteen to twenty mentions some things that are work of flesh. So if you make a mistake by yielding to the flesh. You should not allow self-condemnation to drive you away from God. Don't allow you don't even allow people around you to move you back to your vomit, to move you back to go to your vomit. You know, don't allow self-condemnation to drive you away from God. For that is the weapon the devil uses, acquisition. Acquisition is what the devil uses. Because the devil is what is what the Bible calls the, the accuser of the brethren. So Revelation 12, 1, 12, 10. But rather repent immediately without delay. So when once you know that you have done something wrong, either willfully or not, you need to repent without delay immediately. And you'll be back in fellowship with God. So immediately God forgives you and cancel that. You only need someone that you know, know that they are doing something wrong and immediately repent. Then... 1 John 2, 1-2. to 1 John 2, 1-2. You need to read that and check that up. Note the phrase, if any man sin. So, if any man sin. That means it is not expected that a believer should fall into sin. But if he does, he must repent immediately and continue in fellowship with God. With full determination to please the Lord. Next time, next, next time such temptation comes don't don't walk in condemnation don't walk in condemnation roman 8 1 says there's no there's therefore now no condemnation to them that are in christ jesus so don't walk in condemnation at the new birth you become god's son at the new birth you become god's son john 1 12 to 13 bible says that it gives us rights the power to become sons of god children of God, and you begin to enjoy fellowship with Him. So you become God's son, then you begin to enjoy fellowship with Him. So if you miss the mark by responding to the flesh rather than the spirit, as it was seen in Galatians 5, 16-25, you break fellowship because you have grieved the Holy Spirit. So if you do anything in Galatians 5, 16-25, you actually, like uh, the Bible recorded as uh, the work of flesh, you actually 
you know, you break that fellowship, your own fellowship, your personal relationship now with God. At that moment, you grieve the Holy Spirit. See things, see things that grieve him in Ephesians 4, 25 to 32. Things that grieve the Holy Spirit are seen in Ephesians 4, 25 to 32. Always get back into communion by acknowledging what you have done wrong. The moment your spirit convicts your heart of any error, and repent immediately and receive a cleansing. So if a man refuses to acknowledge his sin or change, then the person backslides. So if Holy Spirit convicts your heart, convicts your heart of the wrong doing that you have done, or something wrong that you have done, and you and you chose not to. Not to repent immediately and receive a cleansing. Such person, such person, is in a bas bas basliding state. Such person is, is in a state of basliding, like a bas basliding state. So sleep away from the person will sleep away from grace and become estranged to God again. So the person will be like a stranger, will be acting like unbeliever. Be acting like one believer. All those things that he or she, you know, did in the past, will start. It will start manifesting the person's life again. So Isaiah, Isaiah fifty nine one to two. You need to look that up. Isaiah fifty nine one to two. Then the next one, which is the last point on this, on this episode, is: Are you sure of your salvation? Are you sure of your salvation? If you are not sure. You fulfill the steps to a genuine salvation experience. That is, you, you know, hearing the word of God, believing the word of God, receiving receiving Christ as a personal Lord and Savior, confessing Him as a personal Lord and Savior with your mouth, not just you know, believing in your heart. Then you acting it, you acting it, you know, in faith, acting in faith that you are genuinely saved. And you are a child of God, so if you have no, sh- if you are not sure, you fulfill the steps to a genuine salvation experience. You can be sure today by letting us pray with you. So you have not done that. You can actually pray this prayer after me. Say this, no, pray this prayer after me. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I know I'm a sinner and I cannot save myself. But Jesus died for me. He shed his blood that I might be saved. Today, I accept Jesus as my personal Lord and Savior. Forgive me all my sins. Watch me with your blood and make me whole. I forsake the devil, the world, and all sinful habits. I believe with my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord. Father, I thank you because you have saved me. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So if you have prayed this prayer, don't forget to send an email. Don't forget to send an email to the gener- the blessed generations28 at gmail.com for inquiries, counselings, and prayers. And as you do so, 
it shall be well with you in Jesus' name. Don't forget to send any to ask anything whatsoever that you, anything whatsoever you like to you know communicate to to us you know via the email address. Thank you. I pray that um, as you are in Christ now and you know you are sure of your own salvation, that that assurance shall not be taken away from you in the name of Jesus. You know, the you, you shall not be condemned. You shall not be in condemnation that will make you to go back to your vomit in the name of Jesus. The Lord will be with you. He will guide you. will strengthen you. And uphold you with, a righteous, with his righteous right hand in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So till next episode, don't forget to stay tuned, listen well, and remain blessed. And make a positive change. You are blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.